0: everyone joy here as you guys know i have started this podcast to share my entrepreneurial journey and i thought what better way to do that than to share the entrepreneurial journey of other entrepreneurs and today i have logan skill he is a founder of advantage diecast are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur but you're not exactly sure if that is for you or you have tried a few times but you have failed or maybe You are currently on your journey, but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things. Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures, and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi Logan, how are you doing?
1: Hi Joy, how are you? I'm doing just great.
0: I'm doing very good. Thank you. Now I have to just start off because I'm sure people are going to wonder about this. What is happening in your background there? What's that about? Because you look like you're very busy.
1: (laughs) Well, we are uh, working on getting ready for the the fall sales push here and brought in a whole bunch of uh, inventory has just been dumped into my office to go through and get taken care of and get uh, organized for the fall sales. Uh, it is a mess. It's usually not nearly this bad, but there is always product laying around in my office. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the one who takes care of the web and everything for our, my company. So we, uh, I, when product comes in, I have to uh, take care of it and put it on the shelf and put it in the computer and all that. So it ends up buried in there, but it's usually not this bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, rather you than me. I have I have to say, like, I don't envy you for having to get to that. Now, can you tell the audience a little bit about you? You as a person, you know, what's your hobbies, put the entrepreneurial and all your your boxes and things to a side. What does Logan like to do? What is Logan's favorite pastime? thing?
1: Well, uh, it's kind of hard to put them aside because they go hand in hand. Um, my favorite pastime is actually collecting diecast. Ooh. Um, yeah. I have, a pretty extensive collection, mostly farm toys and trucks. Ooh. And, you know, I, I play with those and build dioramas and other kinds of things in the, in the few free moments I've got. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the business kind of goes with it, but, yeah. um, and, and it really was born out of my hobby and passion for collecting the toys.
0: That's um, pretty cool. So, so, so when, when did you decide to actually make this hobby of yours actual business when was the moment
1: uh when i decided to make it into a business was when i was working for somebody else Mm. i uh i was working for a, a a retailer who happened to have a manufacturing line of his own but he was closing it down and I was like, you know, nobody wants to make what I want to see made. So I kind of snagged the guy that was uh, soon to be out of work anyway <laughs> and got him to help help get me started with a factory and um, making toys. He also was able to open a couple of doors because he had some business relationships at the General Motors for licensing at she- of Chevrolet products. Nice. Yeah. So that, it really helps to have an introduction when trying to get those guys to listen to you. (laughs) Yes. So, uh.
0: When was the, okay, let me ask you this question. So before you did your, before you did your, I would say a move, I'll call it a movement if you don't mind, because I think it's pretty cool what you do. Did you try any other businesses before that? Was entrepreneurial something in your blood or was it just, nah?
1: Ah, well, let's see. When I was in high school. Well, when I was in middle school, my parents said, uh, I said, I need some money. And they said, go get a job. <laughs> so being that too young to actually get a job, I went out and started mowing lawns and basically been kind of doing that kind of work, you know, all through high school and into college. And I was always more interested in finding a way to Earn money myself than it than to work for somebody else. Didn't always be be profitable, but you know it's always nice at the end of the day when you know that you're not make, I'm making me my money, not somebody else.
0: That's exactly it. You'd rather be the boss that's getting paid than to pay the boss, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So. But, um, what was your biggest challenge when you started out your business? What was that thing that you struggled with like really hard in the beginning?
1: Uh, <laughs> in the beginning, I didn't really have a whole lot of struggles. It wasn't until we had product that, uh, needing to sell that that's when the problems really began is trying to drive traffic and drive sales Uh, the marketing end of it wasn't so great at that i was pretty good at getting the uh, talking with the licensors and talking with the factory and getting things done especially trying to translate bad chinese into english (laughs) (laughs) but uh, but the problem came with trying to market it's tough to to start out with product and trying to trying, the market's there, but it's, it's tough to get to the market. That's what I'm, I guess. It's yeah. tough trying to reach them.
0: Getting those eyeballs. No, from- you
1: exist.
0: That's the thing, those eyeballs on your business, right? Now, how did you do that? How did you overcome that struggle?
1: Oh, well, uh, I started with uh, a little bit of marketing on Facebook and then I joined the One Funnel Away Challenge. Oh yeah. And, yep. yep. <laughs> and uh, went on with, uh, uh, uh went on with an account with ClickFunnels, and took longer to get everything set up than I had really thought it would.
0: Yes, it's not <laughs> as easy. Yeah, I understand no. that.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's not easy. It, it looks easy, but it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get that.
1: Yeah, but then i've I've been uh, slowly getting pretty good traction. I've got. Uh, my own YouTube channel started and it's starting to get traction and
0: nice.
1: it's growing. It's slow, but it's growing. So, and I, the luck is we're coming right into Christmas. My products are great, great gifts for Christmas. So, and that's where the big, the bulk of the sales in the die cast market is, is pretty much from du- uh, November and December and even into January because all the the, the people who got money for Christmas, <laughs> they go out and spend it right after Christmas. So it works.
0: That's awesome. And we'll definitely, we'll pop your link to your, to everything um, at the bottom. So people can actually go and buy your products and, you know, have some little Christmas presents. So what is your goal at the moment? What is your next big achievement that you want to have?
1: My next big achievement is I want to get a client where I can, where I actually made, the product strictly for them for marketing purposes. One of the biggest things in diecast, particularly in the trucks like I make is um, custom imprint where we make the truck and we put the company's logo on the side of the trailer or the tr- side of the truck for them to either a lot of them will hand them out to their drivers as thank yous. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll hand them out at trade shows and, or they'll hand them out to their, their top clients and even some of them just sell them to the general public. Nice. And it's a great big marketing avenue for trucking companies. And I think it can be a marketing avenue for other people because while, while it is a toy, these toys are not really toys. They're, they're detailed scale replicas and people buy them and put them on shelves. Yeah. So when your client, when the company's client is sitting there at his desk, he looks up and there's the trucking company's name right there in front of him. Yes. They're not things that, to get thrown away
0: exactly um, I like,
1: mean you know, like sure. other companies they they hand out pins all the time with their company name well how long does that last not very
0: <laughs> no exactly and I mean, my-
1: it's a nice gesture but <laughs> it's not something you know it gets used for a while and it's lost thrown away who knows what happens to it no, Exactly. <laughs> th- these trucks they're not they they stick around they they stay uh, even better than you know, calendars are pretty good good marketing uh, materials because they they'll put them up for a year and then they'll throw them away. But these trucks at the end of the year they're still there It's a true. constant reminder to hey this is Snyder we need trucking oh I see it Snyder <laughs> and they give them a call you know.
0: I really like that. That is so, it's a different way of thinking, you know, the physical marketing side of things. Because, like I said, people always do pens and papers and notepads and cups and t shirts and things like that. Where, like I said, those things are great, but it's not quite the same. It, you don't feel as special. Like, if you're going to get something like that, you really feel special, you know.
1: Like, yep, exactly. That's
0: a great initiative. I really, really love that. Um, yep. so, and it even
1: looks like you spent some money, some decent money on your client. Exactly. Showing that you really care about them.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, ultimately, if they buy from you, you're going to make a hell of a lot back. So. <laughs>
1: exactly. It it in the long run, it's well it's well worth it.
0: Yes, exactly. I like that idea. Hmm. I there, I'm one. sure you're going to push yourself to get that right. That sounds like a really, really good goal to work, work towards. That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: So at the moment, what what do you um, attribute to your success? Because obviously, I can see that you have definitely have some level of success because you won't be able to buy so much inventory. So so what do you attribute to your success?
1: Uh, What do I attribute to my success? Uh, A whole lot of, I'm very well known in the diecast world, been around for years as a collector and buying and trading and here, there and everywhere and listening to what the, customers have been complaining that nobody wanted to make for years so I took I've been taking notes for years and then I started out with stuff that well fortunately a lot of what I liked is what everybody else was asking for but nobody wanted to make in the diecast world a tooling is around quarter million dollars for a truck yeah that's a big investment to make for a toy. (laughs) (laughs) but I found a process where I can make a whole lot cheaper than that and have a higher quality product at the end it's a it's a hybrid of resin and die cast it I can get the fine details with the resin that you would you would get from die cast but at a much cheaper price so I can make the trucks and the products that uh, all the rest of the guys have been asking for, but nobody else would make because the big companies, they need to sell 500,000 of them just to make their money back on their tooling.
0: Yes.
1: Well, I can sell a thousand of them and make my money back.
0: Wow. That's impressive. Well done. So
1: the items that are in the uh, in the range of uh, the everybody wants smaller market, but I can do it affordably. Whereas the other my few competitors can't. Mm. My other luck is my biggest competitor competitor sold out Mm. last year. (laughs) And they sold to a company that is cheapening them and nobody cares anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sitting in a great position to take over, the market from pretty much everybody. Um, like ClickFunnels is the the premier in the funnels, like 80% eighty or 90% of it. That's what these guys were. And the company that bought them has no idea what to do with them, And they're basically just destroying the company.
0: <laughs> so. I'm excited for you, Logan. This is like such good timing, especially over Christmas, your competitors down your chips. Yep. So that's really awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I Think so I, I put just a little bit of luck in there yeah. <laughs> Timing was lucky <laughs> well, timing is good, but obviously,
0: you obviously have a process that goes with the timing so I mean if you and I mean and it's yeah. not just luck there's some there's some very good smarts that you've put in there as well so that's obviously you know the good combination Wow yeah. I think you're gonna but boom. The, the big
1: luck process. was the, the lucky one was this competitor selling out because <laughs> it was totally unexpected in the diecast world. Like everybody woke up and there's an announcement. We sold like what <laughs> is what everybody was saying? How did this happen? Cause there was no rumors, no nothing that he was even interested in selling. And then the next everybody woke up one morning, the sign was on his website. I've sold go see somebody else. It was really just a shock. Wow. So.
0: Well, there you go. Now you've got your hand in all the deep in that part to, uh, to push yourself even harder this December. So your mission at the moment then for December, because obviously December is, it sounds like that's your next big target. Am I correct? Like,
1: that you, is my next uh, big target.
0: So, so what is your mission? What are you going to do?
1: My mission for December is to get the current level of inventory that I've got mm. out the door and my new tooling started on a new trailer that uh, I just sent the information to the factory to get the the actual tooling quote uh, yesterday. Okay so that is the big big push right now. what I'm hoping for and I know a tooling will take about nine months to get done, so that tooling should be ready for customers to order in August probably next August okay but with the three month main uh, manufacturing time that'll put them right there at Christmas yeah so timing is there's pretty much everything in this business you you have to time for for the holiday push mm. uh, you need the product to land just like all the big retailers for Christmas you need the product to be landing in late late October in early November to hit the stores just in time for Christmas.
0: Now, what do you do after Christmas and after January when people use their Christmas money to buy toys? What do you do then? Because, I mean, that's a, because I know between the last quarter of the year is where most of the e-commerce peeps make their money, you know?
1: Um, yes, because that
0: it is. Because you've got Halloween and you've got, um, what is it? Cyber Monday and Black Friday and whatever they call it. And you've got Christmas and Hanukkah, whatever else, everybody else have. Uh, (laughs) What what do you do then in the other chunks of the year when it's more quiet?
1: In the other times of the year, that is when we work on tooling and then we also go to trade shows. Um, We'll be going to a big trade show in Louisville, Mm -hmm. that's the big uh, Mid America truck show. It's all about trucks. And that is where our big push into where we're going to start our big push into um, custom imprinting nice. for and taking, taking orders for that yeah. and let that be, let those, let those jobs take over where the um, uh, more retail type sales go away. yeah, Cause e-com pretty much everything in retail and, just pretty much dies unless other than food and basic necessities (laughs) the rest of the year. Um, we get the back to the school in, in uh, August and late July now, but, uh, otherwise, you know, everything else kind of goes ho-hum, but, uh, so that's what we're hoping for. And then as the strategic, ultimate strategic plan for us is, that's going to take all the business, and the retail side will just basically be selling off um, a little bit of what the custom imprint guys will let us sell to to the collectors to keep the collector down.
0: It sounds what like what you've got a very good thing coming for you. I'm crossing all my fingers and toes because if that trade show is successful, it's going to be a freaking amazing for you. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. It's growing.
0: <laughs> I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's going to be, I'm confident it's going to be because it does sound like you've got an amazing product and the idea behind the product is so clever. You know, it's like, it's, it's really, really good. I cannot see why it won't work. That's for sure. So one last question statements. If you have any advice for a, somebody sitting on the fence that wants to be an entrepreneur, but they haven't quite yet made that decision. What would your advice be to this person?
1: Just do it. It's the best way. It is not necessarily, at the beginning, it is totally unprofitable. It is hard, hard work. It will take a long time, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it is well worth it. Um, There's nothing better than being able to say, this is what I created. Um, and the reason I like what I'm doing is I'm making physical products. I can see the customers, my customers, I see it all the time on Facebook. My trucks will be on their layouts. And I'm like, wow, I made that. And then I I'll watch them where they'll do some custom work to them and they'll make do something different. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So it's a great feeling. It it feels so cool to be to say, I did that. I helped them. I made their life better. Um, so if you have any idea that you want to be an entrepreneur, just do it. Um, products are easy to find. Products are easy to make. Products are easy to come up with. All you need is a good idea and so, and some basic marketing knowledge. Yes. That's really all you need to be an entrepreneur. Yes. And there really is not many bad ideas out there. So just do it. Take your idea and run with it. that That's all I can really say. I mean, at the end of the day, you may not make a, become Donald Trump for rich, but you're probably going to live a lot better life and you're going to feel better about yourself and those around you than if you work a nine to five job for the rest of your life.
0: That is very true. And that's very good advice. Thank you, Logan. I appreciate that advice. And uh, like I said, we will definitely drop your links on the bottom of this podcast and um, it will go onto YouTube and obviously my podcast platform as well. And I'm excited to see, we have to stay in touch. I'm excited to see what's going to happen for December and your trade show next year. And um, it will be really cool if we can do like an update interview so we can, you know, to talk about your big success because I just see that's going to be awesome. I just know it.
1: I I can't wait. Anytime you want to interview me, just give me a call.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Logan. Have a lovely day and I will talk to you soon. And good luck with your, uh, um, I don't even know what you call that. I want to, I want to say hard work, but at the same time, I'm sure you enjoy a lot of it. So (laughs) the mess, (laughs) good luck sorting out the mess. I
1: like the mess.
0: (laughs) I thought you would.
1: (laughs) I really do. (laughs) You know, I clean my desk once in a while, and I'm liking what well, what happened to everything, so it just gets piled up, and then I'm like, now I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have always had a cluttered desk and just clutter, but I can always find what I want, so it works for me.
0: Hey, some people work like that, some don't, and you obviously do, which is fabulous. <laughs> That's yeah. why you do what you do so well.
1: Mhm.
0: Yep. So awesome. Talk soon Have a lovely day.
1: You too. Bye. Bye.